everybody. Amen. Thanking the Lord for the blessings of a brand new day. I don't know about you, but I'm excited this morning to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. This being the third Sunday of this month, we try to have uh, one of our youth uh, lead us in worship. And so we are blessed this morning to have uh, Sister Destiny Thomas. Uh, Destiny has participated as a worship leader for us in the past and has done such a marvelous job. We are we're excited to have her again. She is a freshman at Winnet Mercy Academy High School, amen, and uh, honor student, and we are just grateful and thankful to have her. And she's going to lead us in our worship this morning, amen. Let's welcome her to Destiny Thomas. up this morning. Thank you for keeping us safe this week. As we open a chapter to a new week, help us to make good decisions, speak kind words, and make the most of our week. Amen. We want to welcome you to our in-person and live stream service on this blessed Sunday. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord and in dance. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Please stand and let's praise God with this song by singing together. Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you. 
Responsive reading this morning will be section 571, the model prayer. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be Forgive us our debt, as we forgive our debtors. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you.
remain standing for our congregational hymn. Our congregational hymn this morning will be number 493, I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. I'm 
let the church say amen. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. We want to certainly thank Sister Destiny, amen, for leading us in worship. Let's thank the Lord for Sister Destiny. Trying to see if we can get our young people on every third Sunday to lead, and they do such a great job. And so uh, we want to thank the parents as well for allowing your child to participate. So just putting a little bug in the ear of our parents that we certainly would like your uh, children to participate as well. So please make sure to reach out to us. We would be happy to have them serve. We uh, have a thank Sister Van for our welcome this morning. We Who do we have scheduled? Amen. Sister Van is going to give us our welcome this morning. <laughs> Come on, Sister Van. <laughs> Sister Van's church secretary, she got to fill in wherever she has to fill in. Amen. Good morning, everybody. To our um, listeners, to our on the um, by uh, uh, by the live stream. <laughs> the live stream visitors, we want to wish you. Uh, we want to welcome you, as well as the in-house visitors today. If we have any in-house visitors today, we are. Glad that you're here and that we wish you to uh, come back and worship with us again. And we do have a saying here. The first time you are a visitor and the second time and thereafter you are family. May God bless you and have a great day. Thank you, Sister Van. We appreciate that. As Sister Van mentioned about the church, we also have a church theme for this year of 2023. And our church theme here at Second Baptist is that we are together in Christ. Amen. You know, and I, I don't take that lightly, that we are together in Christ. It incorporates so many different aspects of our fellowship and belief and love that we share with one another. Amen. Um, I'm not sure if we still have any tickets left for the Moses play. Amen. But uh, if there are those still go who would like to go, that uh, please see any of the members of the uh, scholarship ministry. They would be happy to talk to you. That's going to take place on Thursday, October the 5th. So please see uh, any of our scholarship ministry team there, or ministry, uh, if you would like some additional information on that. We are going to be celebrating here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown our 116th church anniversary. We ought to praise God and thank God for 116 years. Amen. That is a long time. Amen. And so God has uh, blessed us and to sustain us for over that long period of time. And here we are still Day. Amen. And so just thanking God for all of his blessings. 
which is going to take place next Sunday, uh, which is the 24th. Uh, we have a great um, service plan for you for that day, and if uh, we are also asking uh, for each member to uh, give a blessing to the church of $116, amen, uh, just representing each year that we are here, and just the sacrifice of giving that we may continue the ministries that God has blessed us with. Uh, after church on next Sunday, we're going to have, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but it's an indoor picnic. <laughs> Amen. That um, we are going to have a fellowship after service, so please make sure that you plan to, you know, to be here for next Sunday. Uh, we're going to have some food there. Amen. And we're going to do what we need to do and have a good time. Uh, we also have baptisms that are scheduled for next Sunday as well. So we would uh, ask that you would please make sure you put that on the calendar, that you would celebrate with us on that morning for a very special worship service on next Sunday, September the 24th. Amen. Now, we have been invited as a church and uh, to fellowship with Macedonia Baptist Church in Newtown on the first Sunday of October. Uh, they have a morning worship service, and then at 3 o'clock, uh, they had asked if I would come uh, with our congregation, our choirs, that we would celebrate with them on their 115th church anniversary. That is going to be at 3 o'clock p.m. We're praying that our choirs uh, will be joining us as we go, uh, as we share a word of encouragement uh, to them. And, you know, most of the churches around here pretty much started around the same time. There's only about a year difference from uh, many of the churches that are in our association. And so they're still standing. So uh, please put on your calendar to join us on the first Sunday of October as we worship and celebrate with the Macedonia Baptist Church of Newtown, Pennsylvania. Amen. We're looking forward to that. You know, each month we like to celebrate those who are, have birthdays during the month as well as those who have wedding anniversaries during the month. Amen. So uh, we want to celebrate those uh, with birthdays if you are here today and uh, this month is your birthday month, why don't you stand with us, amen. Amen, 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 amen. And we have a screen, we're going to show you some of the others, amen, that are celebrating their birthdays. We have quite a number of people who are celebrating birthdays here for the month of September. I see two little ones down in the corner, amen. Deacon Ed Sharp's little uh, children Sisters Pamela Moore and many of you who are here today, we thank God for you, for his blessings. Amen. We're going to ask that Pastor Paul would lead us as we sing happy birthday to you. Amen. Happy birthday. anniversary for the month.
of September. If you're here today, why don't you stand? Amen. All those who had wedding anniversaries during the month of September. Amen. Praising God for all of his blessings. Amen. We can see some of these kids uh, up there. Uh, praising God for them and that particular joy. Amen. Shannon's 41 years. Uh, the Gurners, 39 years. Sister Vanessa and, and Norm Hargrove, 22 years. Barry and Tammy Hutchins, 22 years. Let's say congratulations. Amen. You know, God has blessed us in such a great way here at Second Baptist Church, and, you know, we are able to do the ministries that we do here at the church because of your giving. God requires us to give back to him, and, and if we really gave back to God in the way that he has blessed us, I'm going to tell you, as large and high as this ceiling is, there's not enough room to receive all of what God has blessed us with, Amen. And so there are three ways to give here at the church. For those of you who are here in person, we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church. And before you leave, please make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offerings there. For those of you who are watching online for today, you can simply click on the Tithely Giving button there on our website and be able to submit your tithes and offerings. Or you can mail it into the church. And so we are just grateful and thankful for what the Lord is going to do when speaking to your heart and giving for today. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity to be able to give back to you. We do realize, God, that everything we have, it belongs to you. And so, God, thank you for allowing us to be stewards of that, Lord. And, and Lord, as we receive this in as a church, God, we had asked that you would help us to uh, be able to use it wisely that we may continue to build up your kingdom while we are here. We ask God a special blessing on both the gift and the giver. Bless those that gave. Bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, amen, amen. Let's welcome the backbench boys. You all got a taste of them already this morning as they come.
You know, that first song we sung this morning on the battlefield for the Lord, that one verse that talked about, I will serve him till I die. I think we call that commitment. Uh, It's interesting, I was sharing with Pastor this morning that I listened to Dr. David Jeremiah during the week. He's on TV every morning. And he made a comment during the week that there will be people who will be in heaven that will smell like smoke. And he said, he has no doubt that they'll be saved if they didn't serve the Lord or work for him. And I just thought, 
How sad that is. I want to give my devotion to the Lord. I do want to serve Him. And I tell people I am a servant of the Most High. Uh, I think that's very important for us to remember. We are to be in the world, but we're to tell the world who Jesus is and who God is. We're not to be like the world. So I just thought I'd share that little nugget with you. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks for this day. You've given us the opportunity to wake up. Some of us ready to jump out of bed. Some of us kind of squeaking out of bed. <laughs> but you got us here. Yes. And Lord, you know, every time we enter this building, it's a reminder to us that this is, building itself is a miracle. You gave us a man who had a vision to serve you. That vision included building a church, a lighthouse up on a hill. And there were many banks said, nah. There was one banker who was given that same vision because of pastor's tenacity and his faith in his God. And we are worshiping you here in this building. We thank you for that. I don't know that we give our pastor enough thanks. He dedicates his life to you. He spends his time serving you, sometimes in the form of comforting other people, but many hours in preparing for each sermon. And Lord, you've never let me down with any of his sermons, and I hope others can say that here also. And you always say that I wish his voice would be as loud as a clap of thunder and string our doors open outside for the world to know that there are people who still worship you, love you, and serve you. So I ask that you would bless all four of our pastors and all those that are involved in the workings of this church and for those that care for others. There is no other God to serve. There is no other God that can do it all. But you do it here. And we have men that tell us that each and every Sunday. We thank you for this blessing on this congregation. We thank you in the name and the authority of Jesus, your Son, our Savior. Amen.
church say amen. amen in the household of faith i said the brothers were harmonizing in here this morning amen they did a beautiful let's thank the lord for the backbench boys amen 
did a beautiful job this morning. We are praising God for all of his blessings and for each and every one of you. You know, sometimes in life we have some difficult times and some difficult moments. This past week was one of those difficult times for me. I shared with our Bible study group that uh, my sister's husband passed away uh, this past week. And the same day he passed away, my brother had to be taken to the hospital, uh, Ron, who was just here just a couple months ago, and uh, he's still in the hospital, had to have emergency surgery. They removed a portion of his colon. Uh, he already is a, a kidney transplant uh, recipient, and uh, he's not doing real well. But you know what? We go through some times. And th- how many of you have been through something in your life? Y'all act like you've never been through something. Amen. But just thanking God for all of his blessings, we know that God is still in control. And so uh, I don't know about you, but I know that my hope, my faith, my trust is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that God is in control of all things and he can do all things. And so I'm going to rejoice right now to give God praise for what he's going to do. Amen. Sister Hamlin and I will be going down uh, on Tuesday to uh, be with uh, my sister and uh, just to help her. uh, They have a viewing that's going to take place on Thursday evening from 6 to 8, and then my brother-in-law's funeral will take place on Friday morning. So just uh, we would ask for your prayers and for traveling mercies and, you know, that all goes well. Here's the blessing in all of this. He knew the Lord. Amen. And when you know the Lord, no matter what may come, no matter what may happen, I know that everything is going to be all right because there's going to come a day when we get to heaven that I'm going to see them again. Amen. And what a blessing God gives us as believers. And that's why it's so important for us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ because many of us have family members who have never given their heart and their life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we have to move on it. We have to act on it. Amen. Uh, we have to move as if we're desperate for things to take place. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Turn to God, our Father. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we know that you are the giver of life and that you are the taker of life as well. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God, we ask that you would be with us now as your word comes forward, realizing, Lord God, that yes, you are in control of all things. And Lord, as we hear a word from you today, Lord, it is my prayer. If there's someone here this morning under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins, that, Lord, you would speak to their hearts upon your word coming forth, that someone would cry out on this day, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? But we ask this in the mighty matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let's put our hands together and give the Lord some praise. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. You know, we mentioned before that we are certainly living in some difficult days and difficult times. Over this past several weeks, I've come in contact with a number of people who expressed to me their dissatisfaction in life, amen, 
And they expressed to me a desire to make a change in their life. And I believe that there are even some here who are here today, that this morning, who may be dissatisfied with their life. So what I want to do today, I want to preach a message to those of you who have reached that place of dissatisfaction in your life. Those who are dissatisfied with your employment situation. Those who are dissatisfied with your income level. Dissatisfied with your friendships. Dissatisfied with your spousal relationships. Dissatisfied with your education. Dissatisfied with your place you call home. Dissatisfied with what you drive around town in. Dissatisfied about how you look when you look in the mirror. Dissatisfied that when nobody is looking, then the level of happiness that you are not satisfied with and your level of peace. In the Gospel of Mark is the story of a man who was desperate for a change. Desperate for a change in his life whose story, I believe, can help you and I today as we look at what changes that need to take place in our own lives. If you'd be so kind with me this morning to stand as we look at the Gospel of Mark in the 10th chapter, reading verse 46 through 52, listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says, and they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called of the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith have made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning, when you're desperate for a change. When you're desperate for a change. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Can I ask you all this morning, is there anybody here who's ever been desperate for a change in your life? Amen. You know, Webster's Dictionary says that to be desperate means to have a very great need. And I believe that someone in here this morning is desperate for a change. Now, there's a difference between someone that wants change and someone that needs change. 
A person who wants change, in many cases, won't put forth a great effort. A person who wants change, they'll put on a big show. They'll be fronting, amen, but everything remains the same. A person who just wants change will make a resolution the first day of January, but by the third day, they're back to normal. A person who wants change talks about change, and but when you ask them what they've been up to lately, they respond the same old, same old. Nothing's been happening in my life. I want you to tell your neighbor this morning that he's talking about me. Amen. Listen, there are some people in this room that have gone far beyond wanting change to the place of desperation where you need change. You need change in your home. You need change in your job. You need change in your finances. Change in your romance. Change in your grades. Change in your business. Change in your health. Change in your mind, body, and spirit. See, I came to preach only to those that are desperate for change, amen. Those who reach the place of desperation that nobody and nothing will be able to stop you from getting what you need to bring change back into your life. Now, if you seem a little desperate, I want to tell you that's all right. Amen, church. It's desperate folk that get the attention of God. It's desperate folk that fire can't burn and water can't drown. It's the desperate folk that get to their destiny. It's the desperate folk that walk in victory. And I don't know about you today and who I'm preaching to, but God told me to tell somebody that it's all right to be desperate. Your desperation is going to deliver you out of your dilemma. Your desperation is going to dig you out of your ditch. Your desperation is going to drive you to your destiny. Is anybody here desperate for a change this morning? Hallelujah. You see, in our text this morning, it introduces us to a man whom after years of blindness has come to the place where he found himself in desperation. This man was not only desperate for eyesight, but he was also desperate for a total change to take place in his life. And this is why when we're making the decision to change, we can't limit change to one specific area of our lives. Y'all hear me today? I've heard people say, I believe in taking it one problem at a time, and I don't have a problem with that. Amen. But the problem, church, that we run into is once change has been made in a certain area of our lives, we believe that we can make it from there by ourselves. Amen. We feel as though we're all good and we can handle our own business. How many of you all know that we can't handle this by ourselves? Amen. I need you to understand that half of a thing is not now, nor will it ever be as good of all things. Amen. The songwriter said, and the men like to sing this song, amen, that, that I'm running trying to make a hundred. That 99 and a half won't do. 
what I'm trying to tell you is that until your whole life is affected by change, that change in just one area of your life is not going to make that much of a difference. Amen? Look at somebody this morning and tell them you need a total change. Amen, somebody? This man, Bartimaeus, was desperate for a total change. Because not only was he blind, but he was also a beggar. But Bartimaeus shows us how to get the change that we need in order to make the change happen in our lives. Amen. Somebody say amen if you're desperate for a change. If you really want to change, there's some things that you got to do. Amen. And the first thing that you have to do if you really want to change is that you have to depend on Christ. Amen in here, somebody. You got to depend on Christ. Listen to what the Bible says in the 46th and 47th verses here of this text. Amen. For it says that, and they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, that blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Amen. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and to say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Amen. There were a great number of people who were walking by that, but when this blind beggar heard that Jesus was in the crowd, he began to speak up. Out of all of the people that were in the crowd, there was only one who had what Bartimaeus needed. You see, oftentimes we surround ourselves with a whole lot of people around us, not really knowing that our needs can only be met by Christ and not the crowd. Amen in here, somebody. Knowing the crowd is nice, but you better make sure that you know Jesus. Amen, somebody. Because when that crowd gets thin, and it will get thin, Christ will always be there. Amen. In times of loneliness, God says that I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And so the word says that when Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was in the crowd, that he began to cry out to him. Amen. You see, he moved to cry out because of what he heard. Amen. Now, scientific studies teach that when you lose one of your senses, that the other senses get stronger. Bartimaeus was a blind man. His sense of sight was gone. But his hearing began to operate at a much stronger level. And so the Bible says that Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus. And I'm sure that the crowd of people were constantly saying and calling his name, amen, and mentioning his name. And it made me wonder this morning, what would happen in this sanctuary this morning if we constantly started saying his name? If we just started to say, Jesus, if somebody just said, Jesus, let it roll off your tongue this morning. Somebody say, Jesus, amen. The 46th verse of the text said that Bartimaeus was begging. If you recall back in the book of Acts, it tells us about a lame man that was laid daily at the gate called Beautiful. And the Bible 
Bible says that that man also was a beggar. Now, the difference between the beggar in Acts and the beggar in Mark is Acts says that the lame beggar asked for alms or money. But Mark says that the blind beggar was just begging. And if you look down at verse 47 of the text, it reveals what the beggar was asking for. And the Bible says that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David. Watch this, church. He said, have mercy on me. Amen. The beggar and Acts asked for money, but Bartimaeus asked for mercy. Because Bartimaeus knew that there are some things that money can't do for you. And he knew that if he could just get mercy, he could obtain anything. My brothers and my sisters, if, if you can just get mercy, you can obtain anything. Because mercy suits my case. Mercy endureth forever. Mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his what? His mercy endureth forever. Listen, we need God to do for us something that we can't do for ourselves. And that's given mercy. Amen. This blind beggar was now closer to his breakthrough than at any other time in his life. Because Jesus has come to where he is. Amen. And he knew that it was a good time for a shift to take place in his life. To go from mercy, from misery to mercy. And church, I came by to tell you that God is saying to us this morning that it is time for a shift. That you are closer now than what you've ever been before. Can I get an amen in here, somebody? It's time to shift from hurting to healing. It's time to shift from pain to power. It's time to shift from your past to your promise. It's time to shift from gloom to gladness. It's time to shift from fear to faith. It's time to shift from problems to peace. It's time to shift from situation to celebration. Touch your neighbor and tell them you're in a good place for a shift. Let me share the second thing you got to do when you want change to take place. You can't be distracted by your critics. Anybody in here have some critics? Y'all used to like to call it some haters. Amen in your life. They've been drinking hate aid a long time. Amen. But I know and you know you got some haters. We can sit up here this morning and act like we don't. Anybody? Come on, let's tell the truth in here, Shane. Anybody got some haters in their life? Amen in here, somebody. You can't be distracted by your haters. Amen. The Bible says in verse 48 of the text that, Many charged him. They ran up to him that he should hold his peace, Bartimaeus, that is. And when this beggar heard that Jesus was in the crowd, you know what he did? He began to shout. Some of the people in the crowd began to rebuke him as if he was calling them. 
but the man was specific about who he wanted. He shouted for Jesus, thou son of David. Amen. Listen, there's nothing like a desperate man when he's shouting out for Jesus. Because he knows that Jesus is the only one that can get him through. Anybody know in here Jesus is the only one that can get you through? Bible says some folk in the crowd told them to be quiet. Now, we don't use the word shut up in our house. Amen. Now, let's tell the truth. We have used that and have told some folk to shut up. Amen in here, somebody. Amen in here, somebody. I know you told somebody to shut up. to in their life, now everybody else that's in need is a bother to them. Y'all hear what I'm trying to tell you? I've seen it, you've seen it. Spirit in church, spirit moving, saints getting into the flow, doing victory laps around the church, amen, jumping up and down, uh, doing a double dip crossover dance, amen, shouting to the Lord until they lose their voice and others looking at them saying, I wish that they would just sit down. It don't take all of that. Amen in there, somebody. But can I speak on behalf of those of us that will shout if we need to because we know what the Lord has done in our lives, amen? And, and since you can't help us, excuse us just for a minute while we begin to thank Jesus for everything that he has done, amen? Now, if you don't want me to shout, then you better switch seats. Amen in here, somebody. Because the Lord has done too much for me <laughs> to just sit back and just lay back. Amen. Is there anybody here where God has done something for you and you don't care who it is beside you? You don't care if your hair gets messed up. You don't care if you pop a button. You don't care if things are going around you. But God has been too good for you. And all you can do is give God praise. You may have got snot running from your nose. But I came to give God praise and glory and thank God for his blessing. Somebody come on and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. You all sit down for a minute, please, because I'm not done. <laughs> Amen. God's got a word. Amen. You'll shout until Jesus stops and does what he needs to do and turn it into mercy. Y'all know that it's because of the mercy of God. That we're here today, amen. If you really know it, shake your neighbor's hand and tell him I may look like I'm a mess, but I'm a miracle waiting to happen. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord some praise in here. Hallelujah. Listen to verse 49. It goes on to say that Jesus then commanded the beggar to be called. Amen. And I like how Jesus reversed the crowd's opinion of the man. The same people that told the man to shut up and be quiet 
were the same people Jesus told to tell the man that he wanted to see. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, when your enemies are on the attack, the Bible says that God will turn your enemies into your footstool. Amen, somebody. And you all know that a footstool <laughs> is only made to take you higher. Amen in here, somebody. Don't you ever worry about your enemies. Amen. The same ones that bother you, the same ones that are hating on you, are going to be the same ones who are going to wind up blessing you. Amen. And the Bible speaks those things that are not as though they already were. So whatever you want the Lord to do for you, don't be silent about it. Amen. Go on and say it. All right, lastly, church, I'm going to give you this, and then I'm going to get out the way. When you want a change to take place in your life, the third thing you have to do is that you've got to deviate from your condition, and you've got to declare your change. Amen in here, somebody. Watch what Jesus did. Jesus sent for the blind beggar. And in the 50th verse of the text, listen to what he said. It says, and he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. In verse 51, and Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Amen. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 12, 1, to lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us. Amen. The Bible says Bartimaeus began just to throw off of him everything that represented what he was walking away from. History tells us that beggars used a coat or a top coat or a covering to sleep under at nighttime. And well, this blind beggar began to throw off everything that represented of who he was and what he used to be. Amen. And the word says at that very moment, he knew that change was about to take place in his life. Church, I just came by to let somebody know that it's time to throw off every sign of who and what you used to be. Because the Lord is about ready to change happen in your life. Amen. Verse 52 says, and Jesus said unto him, go thy way. He said, your what? Your faith have made thee whole. And the word says, and immediately he received his sight and he followed Jesus in the way. I want you all to stand with me this morning and, and look at your neighbor and just shake your neighbor's hand and tell your neighbor this morning, today is the last day that you're going to see me like this. Now tell them by this time tomorrow, I'm already going to walk into my change. Come on in here, somebody. I'm so glad that Jesus made a change. And he took my life and your life from what it used to be to where God is. Is there anybody here that's glad today that God has changed your life? That God has made a new way and a new thing in your life? That God is able to do what mankind said is impossible to do? And I don't know about you, but I feel like giving God a shout. I feel like giving God a praise. Is there anybody here who just want to give God a praise and give God a shout and thank God for all of the blessings? Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me today, church. Stand with me today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all of your blessings. For the change that has taken place. For all that you have done. On the cross, 
paid my sin debt and your sin debt in full. I'm ready for a change. If you're ready for a change, then turn it over to Jesus. Amen. Let him have his way. Amen. When you're desperate for a change, if you just follow the plan, amen in here, somebody. If you depend on Christ, if you don't be distracted by your haters, if you deviate from your condition and declare your change, you will be delivered from whatever crisis is going on in your life. Amen. So turn it over to Jesus. Repent this morning from your sins. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. Give your heart and your life over to him and God will make your life brand new. Anybody believe that today? But we're going to give you a chance to respond to that. As we open up the doors of the church, our deacons are going down the aisle. Amen. They have their arms outstretched. If the Lord is speaking to anyone here today and you don't know Jesus and the parting of your sins, if you have never received nor accept Jesus as your Savior, now is the time. Tomorrow is not promised to us. I share with you my brother-in-law's passing. I know he was ill, but certainly didn't expect him to pass on that swiftly, but he did. Brother in the hospital, I'm sure he didn't expect that he would have to go in and be in intensive care, but he is. None of us know what the rest of this day nor tomorrow will bring, but he's a right now God. And if you open up your heart to him right now, God will receive you just as you are. You don't have to worry about trying to fix yourself up and get ready. Amen. But we ought to give God praise and thanks. And amen. Come on down, Xavier. This is a young man, Xavier Peters. Xavier wrote me a letter this past week saying, Pastor, I have been moved in my heart and spirit, and I want to give my life over to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on, let's thank God. Young man. Xavier, how old are you? 17, 18? Six, 16 years old. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know that we serve an awesome God? A God that is full of mercy. Amen. Xavier wanted to come in so, so badly that he started his classes, new member classes this morning. Amen. He wasn't waiting. He was ready to go. Yeah. I said, Xavier, I know you're quiet, but is there anything you wanted to say? Amen. All right, Xavier. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Is there, are there any others today that the Lord is speaking just to you? Maybe you live in this community and you don't have a church home. And the Lord isn't speaking to your heart. We would love to have you. Amen. And so we extend that invitation if there's anyone here. Those who are listening by live stream. Amen. If the Lord is speaking to you and, 
and you want to give your heart and your life over to the Lord, or uh, if you've already done so but want to unite in fellowship, please reach out to us and let us know. Amen. For all of his blessings. Xavier, uh, you've already started your new members' classes. I have a number of people. We're going to be baptized on next Sunday, so we certainly want to be here and uh, just to celebrate that and just giving God praise and glory. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Let's look to the Lord in prayer as we pray for Brother Xavier and for his parents. Amen. I want to commend and thank his parents for uh, leading the way and demonstrating to them by their everyday walk how important Jesus Christ is. And it has now flowed down to their son, Xavier. Amen. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to experience this day. We thank you, Lord God, for the songs that have been sung today, for the prayers that have been prayed, and Lord, we thank you for your word. We know, God, that you are a God of mercy, and we thank you for it. And we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave his life on the cross to pay our sin debts in full. Lord, help us, those who are still maybe struggling and trying to make that decision and the choice, Lord God, help them to open up their heart to you to repent of their sin, to invite you into their heart, confessing with their mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, the word says, and thou shalt be saved. We ask a special blessing be upon Xavier, Lord. It was you who spoke to his heart and, and touched him, Lord God, to have that desire to give his heart and his life over to you. So we ask, God, that you would bless him right now, Lord God, as he has already now accepted you as his Lord and Savior. And, Lord, you have written his name in the Lamb books of life. And, God, we rejoice with that this morning. We ask, God, that you would watch over him, protect him from the evil one who would look to seek to do harm, Lord God. But let him know, Lord God, that you alone have all power in your hands, that you're able to overcome anything that might be thrown his way. So we give you praise, God. We give you glory, and we give you the honor. Let the church say... Amen. What a mighty God we serve. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace both now and forever. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a smile upon you.